blessings family it's been a while i've missed all of you people i hope everyone has been well and that you guys have been dancing in god's blessings that you guys have been living your best life in the ever fresh mercies of god what we see every morning i myself have been blessed and it's a privilege again for me to be sharing the word with you today so the word is from the book of Job and the Job chapter 6 and this, the verse is 14 and it reads to him who is afflicted kindness should be shown by his friend even though he forsakes the fear of the almighty now if we look at the story of Job if you look at closely at the story of Job in the initial chapters of the book of Job we see that Job lost everything Job lost everything that he valued what he feared came to pass now I don't want to dig deep into the part of what he feared came to pass. That is for another day. But my focus today is on friends. What kind of friends do you have? Are they the friends that will encourage you when you're going through down times or tough times? Or they are the friends that will actually start to ridicule you or accuse you that you did something wrong? Or they'll actually you know blame you for what you're going through if you look at the friends of job when they heard that job was going through all these things that he was going he was going through they came and when job was mourning they sat around him <laughs> they, they, they they joined him in the fast and they were sitting there around him and you know if you were a person that was seen from afar you would go like wow job has got friends that are really there for him but we see that as the chapters continue that these are the very friends that came to sit with him and then they started ridiculing him see one thing that is there for sure if you have a friend we are all human beings and we make mistakes we actually should acknowledge that so when you make a mistake or where your friend makes a mistake he or she should be shown kindness Remember, we make mistakes on a daily basis and God shows us his kindness and his mercy every single day. Even though sometimes we do things and we forsake him, he does not forsake us. So we should actually develop a character of showing kindness to your friend. Even though your friend did not listen to you. I've seen many cases whereby a person leaves their friend or a person just starts to show or exhibit a certain kind of character to their friend just because their friend did not listen to them or their friend started doing something that was wrong that you know that, okay, this is not right inside of the Lord. But you being a child of God and having the seed of Christ in you, Christ was kind to everybody. He was a friend to sinners. So even though your friend did something that you know is not uh, going to glorify God and if and he or she forsook the Almighty, you should show the person kindness in trying to bring them back to the place that they were. What was there is that these friends they actually never sat down to actually understand what Job was really going through, but rather they were busy saying that Job was a fake person. Now, I want you to understand something about the character of these friends. These friends came to sit with, sit with Job and they were kind of showing a character of maybe they want to you know come for a job but if you look at the way they would talk to job you would notice that though they were with job they felt that job was a hypocrite to a certain extent if you look at the chapters all three of the friends having conversations with job you will notice that each of them had one thing that was in common all of them thought that job was a hypocrite 
they thought that oh you had all these glorious things but you you were not perfect maybe they did not like the fact that job used to offer sacrifices even for his children so they maybe thought that maybe job is too perfect or he acts like he does nothing wrong so because now he lost this thing and he was going through a certain test or trial he started to ridicule him saying that you did something wrong you sinned before god so god decided to take everything from you even though they, that may be, even though if you to a certain extent let's say you have a friend and it happens that that is the case that maybe God is humbling your friend you have no right to step in and show them a certain attitude or character like oh you're being punished oh you're suffering for your sin God is already doing what he does so you have no part and parcel otherwise you will what do you call it will be stroking the anger of God so as people we should actually be careful guys that whenever our friends are going through something show them kindness that's the seed of christ in you show them kindness in trying to stand by them not standing by them to ridicule them but stand by them to help them get back to where they were i hope this word was a blessing to you till next time i love you all stay under the mercies of god Good morning. Welcome back to the Daily Bread with Tuba, and I want to personally thank you for tuning into the Daily Bread this early morning. The Word of God in First Peter chapter two and verse two says, "As newly born babies, desire the sincere milk of the Word that you may grow thereby." Other versions says, "Say that desire the pure milk of the Word that you may grow thereby." So, when you look at a baby, a baby is a new form of a human being. It's the youngest. Um, form of a human being I can say we're all babies at a certain point and one thing about babies is that they feed on milk they feed on milk to a certain age where they are now able to eat solids mothers will actually understand more what I'm saying (laughs) so they, they feed on the milk up until they reach a certain stage where they are now able to eat solids now if a baby doesn't receive breast milk to be in particular they face a lot of uh uh immune system attacks they face a lot of immune system attacks or they grow to become malnourished and weak now the bible here tells us that as newly born babies like newly born babies we should desire the sincere milk of the word as newly born babies we we should desire the sincere milk of the word when i was reading the scripture you know i began to ask myself a question i was like why is the word of god put in correspondence to milk I kept on asking myself that question, and one thing that one answer that I came, uh, one thing that I came to realize is that the word of God is being put in correspondence to me because the word of God it is the first fundamental thing, first fundamental ingredient needed for a child of God to grow. A child of God, every child of God needs the word of God to grow. You can be a prayerful person, but if you do not have the word of God, you will not grow. You need the word of God to grow. And now the Bible tells us, as newly born babies, we should desire the sincere milk of the word. Wow, why should we desire the sincere milk of the word? As a child of God, you know you're supposed to read the word of God, right? But the word of God specifically tells us that we must desire it. To desire is to strongly want. You must strongly want to read the word of God. You must strongly want the pure milk of the word of God. 
You are strong. You want the pure milk of the word of God. So why? A child of God that does not have the word of God is like a soldier that, 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 a soldier that goes to battle without a sword. I won't speak much of this on the part of the sword and the word of God being a sword and as a weapon because that may be a message for another day. But a child of God that does not have the word of God is like a baby that does not have milk. You will grow, but then you will be malnourished. You will grow, but then your, your, your immune system is not strong. So you need the word of God to grow you. When you have the word of God, your foundation is strong. It's like when you have the word of God, the word of God is like a foundation and everything that follows after the word of God is like a house that you're building on top of a foundation that is the word of God. So now picture this. Imagine you don't have the word of God. Imagine a house that has no foundation and it only has pillars. Whatever comes, whatever wind comes can blow the house down but if the house has got a foundation and in this case if a child of god has got the word of god whatever is built upon the word of god is strong so you need the word of god to grow thereby you need the word of god to grow thereby so the word of god is the foundation for growth if there is no word of god then there is no growth many of us as children of god we are going around going to church going to church is a good thing Yes, it is in the Bible that we must not forsake the gathering of the saints. We go to church, we listen to the word of God, but we do not read the word of God. You need to read the word of God for yourself so that you may grow thereby. It is not only enough for you to listen to a sermon. You must read the word of God by yourself. It says, crave the sincere milk of the word of God. You know, I want to personally tell you, based on experience, that when you read the word of God on your own, there is this authenticity that comes with it. You get the rhema word that is directed to you. That rhema word that is directed to you, it causes you to grow because it is God speaking directly to you. Wow. How does the word of God make us grow? The word of God makes us grow because if you are desiring to hear God more, the first line of the first place where you can hear God is when you read the word of God before your spiritual ears are open completely to say that I hear the word of God in the spirit or the realm of the spirit or whatever I'm hearing the word from God. But the first thing, the first thing that can help you to hear from God is the word of God. When you're reading the word of God, it starts from that rhema word that you're receiving. That is God speaking directly to you. As God speaks directly to you, he aligns you and therefore you grow more. It's not only enough for you to go to church and listen to the sermon that the pastor is preaching. It's not only enough for you to only listen to this podcast that I'm saying right now. The things that I'm saying right now, it's also enough. It, what is needed, sorry, that what is most important is for you to go and read the word of God. Read the word of God on your own. I like that the Bible says that we should desire. Now, this is an interesting part that I found out. That many of us as children of God, when we first discovered um, the Jesus, when we first encountered Jesus, when we gave our lives to Christ, we had a strong desire to know him more. We had a strong desire to read the word of God. But as time went on, when the pains and the pounds of life hit us, we started losing the desire to read the word. The word of God started being, you know, we started feeling like it's not really a priority. We started feeling like it's not really, you know, something that is needed. But hey, it is needed. It is needed. We must desire it. One thing about desire is that sometimes we may lose desire. But you know God is faithful and merciful. Desire can be gained back. And I will give you a secret on how you can gain your desire to read the word back. So, 
one way you can gain the desire to read the word back is to make a schedule a time or schedule a time set your time in your in your day where you read the word of god daily create a habit of reading the word of god create a habit of reading the word of god see if it may not be you reading 10 chapters in a day it can be just a verse a verse a single day every single day can cause you to grow more they say that an apple an apple a day keeps the disease a doctor away sorry keeps the doctor away a verse a day keeps the devil away okay so (laughs) so it may be a verse a day but as you consistently read a verse a day you know what you're doing you're stirring up something it's called the law of consistency when you do something consistently over and over and over again you stir up a desire in you to do it more and more so that is the secret in desiring or regaining your desire to read the word of god when you make a habit of reading the word of god daily you stir up the desire in you such that when you do not when you have an instance where maybe you forgot to read the word of god that day you have a nudge in your spirit like wait i have not read the word of god today and then you go and read the word of god so that is the secret in gaining your desire to read the word of god back but bottom line is children of god i love you all we need the word of god we must read the word of god it's not enough to read listen to sermons and join prayers online only or read devotional books only you must read the word of god for yourself god desires to speak to you directly not only through preachings not only through devotionals but through the word of god so that you yourself may understand his voice so thank you so much for tuning into the daily bread this morning i hope this word was a blessing to you see you again tomorrow i love you